Program Director, His Excellency Antonio Guterres, the Secretary General of the United Nations, Your Royal Highness, Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nayan, President of COP28, Dr. Sultan Al Jaba, Your Excellencies, Heads of State and Government, and Ladies and Gentlemen. This World Climate Action Summit is taking place at a time when much of our world is in turmoil. South Africa is appalled at the cruel tragedy that is underway in Gaza. The war against the innocent people of Palestine is a war crime that must be ended now. Yet, even as we are beset by numerous challenges, we cannot lose momentum in the fight against climate change. African countries are among the most vulnerable to the effects of a rapidly changing climate and have to adapt and build resilience within the context of historically low levels of development and a severely limited capacity. As South Africa, we applaud the landmark decision of COP28 to operationalize the new fund on loss and damage, and we also welcome the pledges that have already been made if this fund is to effectively support those countries most vulnerable and that are affected by climate change, we need to mobilize more funding in a much greater scale. We must launch the work program on national and international just transitions that involve all of society and encompass all areas of the economy. What is decided here at COP28 needs to be guided by science, it needs to be underpinned by equity and the principle of common but differentiated responsibilities and respective capabilities. Climate action is key to South Africa's sustainable development agenda. The South African government has just approved the implementation plan for our country's just energy transition investment plan. This plan focuses on areas critical to a just transition, including investment in electricity infrastructure, new energy vehicles, that is electric vehicles, green hydrogen, skills development, as well as municipal electric city distribution, and other interventions directed at communities most affected by the energy transition. South Africa has a very successful renewable energy program that plays a key role in supporting our 
decarbonisation efforts. There are also promising developments underway in our country to harness the potential of green hydrogen and to beneficiate critical minerals as well as rare earths in support of development and driving the green transition. We must stress that multilateralism must remain central to global climate action. Unilateral, cohesive and trade-distorting measures such as carbon adjustment measures are detrimental to developing economies. Innovative financing instruments such as special drawing rights are needed to ensure that funding does not increase the debt levels and burden of countries that are already struggling to service their debt. There can be no substitute for new predictable at scale and appropriate public finance to support and help developing economy countries build climate resilience. After all, many of them were not even responsible for the damage to the climate as we see it now. Access to finance, skills transfer and technology is key. Climate change adaptation and mitigation technologies should be regarded as a global public good and should not be exclusive to certain more advantaged countries. We need to support the right of each country to determine its own developmental trajectory and provide the necessary space to bring it to fruition. We should continue to work together in a spirit of solidarity and cooperation. If there ever is an area where solidarity and cooperation is needed, it is as the world tackles climate change. It should not be the exclusive area for certain countries. It is in this regard where we say the slogan that has been globally adopted, leaving no one behind, should be applied and we should leave no country behind. Thank you.